0: So good morning. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. We have never done this.
0: <laughs> oh, it's super early. We're trying to get this done before the kids wake up to have it done for the day. Yeah, it's about six o'clock, right?
1: Yeah, in the morning. Yep, in the morning. Yes, and we are having. We're going to be recording with our coffee. We've done it with wine before, we've done it with afternoon tea, but not our first cup of coffee for the day. So I'll
0: probably sound super tired and then more energetic <laughs> as I slurp my way through my first cup of coffee.
1: That's right. I'm going to try to like slurp mine in between you talking.
0: Yeah, and it's a new <laughs> microphone too, so it's probably going to pick up every little sip we take. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Go for it.
1: I'm sure they heard me swallow.
0: <laughs> okay, here it is. We got the first one out of the way. All right, so we've done a lot of interviews lately with some really great people. We wanted to take a little breather and yeah. do one of our own.
1: It's been a while.
0: has been a while. <laughs> and we had both listened to a couple of podcasts lately, and a a, a topic had come up, kind of what's your normal.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: that's something that we talk about all the time anyway, so we thought it would be a great opportunity to kind of discuss that because we think it's really important because I think when people get fixated on what society thinks is normal it can sway what your normal is really like deep inside you and you Mm -hmm. never actually accomplish what your normal is yeah because you're so concerned about what everybody else is thinking Mm -hmm. right (laughs) so that's what we're going to talk about today while we drink our coffee yeah I think it's a, And I think it's an important subject because it can be very dangerous. Mm-hmm. You know, you may never, ever foresee your own dreams because of what you think other people think of you.
1: Yeah, I love that, how you say it can sway what you think. That is so true, and we, and we don't even realize it. we said it before many times, like, we never realized we were in that way of thinking until we, like, stepped outside of the box and then looked and saw... The race that we were in.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I, one of my favorite quotes is, most men lead lives of quiet desperation. You can, you know, switch that out with women too. hmm And it basically means that most people go through life unhappy in some way at least because they're not fulfilling their dreams. Mm-hmm. But they never do anything about it. So they live in this quiet desperation that deep inside they know they're not doing what they really want to do. Mm-hmm. And that can translate to any area of your life. And, you know, as far as education, I guess, is a good place to start, right? Because we talk about alternative education and homeschooling Mm -hmm. and such. And so when it comes to your kid's education, obviously, even though it's getting more popular, homeschooling is not really quite, quite seen as normal,
1: no although I, more and more it is exactly but even so like you know it's if I think about it right now like we're two years into it and I'm like yeah what's the big deal homeschooling it's it's so easy to just do it like why do people think it's so abnormal now that we're in it but sure. if I think back to two years ago when we made that decision I was so self-conscious and it wasn't just because it was a scary decision Because I was going to educate my children and I didn't know anything about it. But a part of me actually did care what other people thought. And it kind of bugs me to think that I even thought like that. But that's the honest truth. And I remember when we would first go out into public on, you know, work days during work hours and school hours. If I was out with my kids doing something like going to the museum or going to the store, I was, like, so concerned what other people would think and would they ask me or judge me, like, why aren't your kids in school? And and it gets in your head because, again, we have created this thing that, like, that's supposed to be normal, that they're supposed to be there in the brick-and-mortar building from, you know, 7 to 3 to 4 o'clock in the afternoon and not with me and not with their parents. And that still sticks to me sticks with me where that I'm like yeah I I had that same thinking and sometimes it still will creep in like if we get together with old friends or um, at this point I feel like all our families pretty much accepted what we do oh of course
0: (laughs) they've embraced it really
1: yes even extended family that still have their kids in uh, traditional schooling but even when we like tell friends for the first time a part of me is like kind of like funny to say it and I'm like why because this lifestyle has been so much better than what it used to be
0: oh yeah see no I don't feel that way
1: I, I still really? have a no, time I'm of it I'm
0: proud of it I do know <laughs> what you're talking about I remember when I was a kid and like your parent would take you out of school for that one special day mm-hmm. there's always somebody Maybe you were doing something special
1: yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> so they'd ask you so you could tell them about it yeah and uh yeah, it's it for us now. It's normal to go out during the week, mm-hmm. but I feel like we we also have a lot of people ask us, "Are you guys homeschooled?"
1: Yes, because that's their first thought now. Now it is right. I think COVID has um, helped that though. Maybe yeah, you're probably right. I I do. I honestly do. I think that like now because so many pulled their kids out of school, whether it is temporary or they're going to make it a long thing, but so many did all at once, that now I feel like nobody questions.
0: (laughs) Well, that's true. Nobody's questioning why your kid's not in school because nobody's, you know, it's getting... The schools are opening back up now, but Mm
2: -hmm.
0: yeah, for a while it was, nobody was really in school. And if you, even if you were in school, you were doing virtual school, which, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't know how many kids were actually doing what they were supposed to be doing. Uh, yeah,
1: (laughs) yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: so yeah, normal. Right. Mm -hmm. And you brought this, you brought up a good point. Normal is your kids being gone from seven to three to four or whatever. Mm-hmm. And if you have extracurricular activities after school, even longer,
1: mm-hmm.
0: not that long ago, it was normal to be home with your family all the time. Yeah. Right. Not that long ago. Yes. Yep. And school is pretty, a pretty new concept. Mm-hmm. And you know, when it comes down to the history of human beings, yep. <laughs> it's really, really a new concept is to be stuck in a school all day. Mm-hmm. And you know, we've learned this from our interviews and research but really came with like the industrial revolution right Yep. so when when people started getting slammed into factories and working you know ridiculous amounts of hours that's when school started to get put kids somewhere Mm -hmm. so parents could go to work right and now that we do what we do the concept of our kids being gone for three quarters of the day seems abnormal. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine my kids being gone three quarters of the day.
1: No, I could not either.
0: And so it's funny how once you take that first step, which is always the hardest, mm-hmm. and I mean, you know, making the decision to do this and starting to do homeschooling, mm-hmm. your whole the whole paradigm changes, mm-hmm. and now the other thing that we used to do on a regular basis seems extremely abnormal and we think like how the heck could we ever do that again yeah and we don't think we could yep (laughs) no i really
1: don't think i could either everything we
0: sacrifice for that you know your whole your salary Mm -hmm. you know the the money that that we had coming in just cold turkey dropped Mm -hmm. like
1: the personal time for those that stay home with the child educating them all day (laughs) you sacrifice that time you know I know I was working before, but I still had more adult time before. Of course. But it's all yeah, I couldn't I couldn't think of it any way, other way. I've said that to you a couple other times where I'm like I hope we can always figure out financially to do this because I couldn't imagine going back again to No, lifestyle. I couldn't.
0: And yeah, the the one thing that comes up sometimes with people is like the salary that you used to have, you know, you mm. you working and it's one of those things i even at work sometimes you know you would have somebody bring up that you know they work their wife works but then you get to know their personal life mm-hmm. and you come to find out that their kids are kind of a mess they're having a lot of issues with their kids and you have to stop and think like wouldn't it isn't it worth it to you to give up one of those salaries to help your kid, mm-hmm. like to put them in an environment where they can flourish and they're not having ma- massive issues. And I mean, like possibly medications and stuff like that.
2: Right. Yeah.
0: But don't you think that that's worth it? And to, to me, that's the first thing I think about is, are you not willing to sacrifice a salary to bring your kid home mm-hmm. and work with them and be near them? Because a lot of those issues are probably stemming from being in school.
1: Yeah, right. and it's very easy when you're in that you know air quote rat race to lose touch and connection with what's going on in your child's life, mm-hmm. and I can say that I was guilty of that That's because true. I was just too busy to even stop and think, and, and maybe pick up on little things happening in our kids' lives when they were in school. Like I didn't, we didn't know a hundred percent what was going on.
0: Oh, I'm not pointing fingers at all. Right, I'm bringing yeah. Up a point that, exactly. Yeah, and
1: so, like, if if she came home with attitude, you were just like, "Well, what the heck?" And you didn't get to work with it because somebody else was, another adult was doing that all day with them and other mm. children. And
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, becomes if that becomes your normal, right? Mm-hmm. And you look at that and you think, "Well, I can't even imagine. Like, how would I stop working?" and Uh, You know, how would we bring the kids home? How would I teach my own kids all these what ifs, what ifs, what ifs, how could I, how could I? Mm -hmm. And it just takes that first step. Mm -hmm. And then you realize that your normal can be whatever you want it to be. It's not always easy,
2: Mm
1: -hmm.
0: but it can be whatever you want it to be.
1: Yes. And while we're on the education topic, another thing that I feel like things are starting to change of what is considered normal is the learning process or the learning style and it's uh, the the most perfect example are the unschoolers okay because a lot of people still question how can they be learning how can unschoolers even be learning now if you are a a family that is good at it right i mean we're not just like letting the kids sit in front of the screen for hours on end but you like that that parent is like a wonderful facilitator and trying to strew items in front of the child or making sure they come across, you know, certain things or books or or providing those learning opportunities for that child. It is a perfect example that no, a child does not have to sit at a desk for this many hours all day. Um, in order to learn, and in order for it to be successful learning, and that's not even just unschooling. Obviously, home education. Most of us do not sit all day. I think I could say that's very safely. Like the majority is, we're getting learning done, like this more structured learning done in just a couple of hours, and those even those couple of hours is uh, our kid like, you know, maybe like walking around the room or building something or, you know, moving around and it's not just sitting but it's still successful learning and I think that that's something that people are starting to realize that that normal of what we think is learning is not true and it doesn't have to be rigorous to be, to actually be like successful learning. You know what I mean?
0: No, I mean, I think it's... Maybe the complete opposite of that. They're finding that the preferred way of learning is not sitting in front in a chair all day staring at a wall mm-hmm. or a computer screen, whatever mm-hmm. it is. And that, that interaction that you get with other things, uh, moving around, learning in smaller bits,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, is actually a preferred way of learning, especially when you're, especially when you're younger. Like, even as an adult, I can't sit still. And yeah. then after 30 minutes, I'm, I'm gone. Yep. I'm gone. <laughs> I don't care what you're talking about. I'm not listening anymore. Yeah. I think that's the majority of people. Mm-hmm. But yet, yeah, we keep teaching the same way. Yep. Like, how long have people been saying, don't, the death by PowerPoint? How long has that been around? <laughs> yeah. But yet, you go to meetings or you know schools, and they're still smashing our powerpoints into people's faces,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and nobody's learning. But guess what? They check their box. Yep. They check their box, and that's all they're caring about. Did anybody or really Teaching learn to
1: the test, which is not going to be retained learning. You know, right?
0: Well, they just they just they just had this. Uh, they just found this study where there, there was and this, there's these giant groups of people that study and we all already know this but they they're studying for like college entrance exams Mm -hmm. specifically that's all they're hammering for they're not studying for the knowledge Mm
2: -hmm.
0: they're studying because they figured out a a way to to get around the knowledge and study for the college entrance exams when that happens you know there's an issue yeah we We've, we've <laughs> left behind the pursuit of knowledge mm-hmm. and we're studying just to check a box to get into a college to check another box yes. and it's insanity so mm-hmm. anyway, education yeah what's your normal?
1: exactly yep
0: right and, and we've we found a new normal yes. and we're happy with that yes and again, like we said this can this can flow into any part of your life it doesn't have to be education, but it all it all comes back to one place Mm -hmm. and you know if you if you're not living out your normal in other areas of your life then there's going to be something wrong somewhere else Mm -hmm. so another area would be like family Mm -hmm. yeah so we talked about school normal is you know is being your kids being gone all day long yep they uh they get through high school send them off to college and then they go away and you see them here and there yep right and one of our dreams has always been to buy this big piece of property and everybody has a spot to build a home Mm -hmm. obviously they want to have to live there you can't force force Mm -hmm. anybody to live on your compound uh but we just recently spoke with zach from an american homestead yeah and that'll be coming out in a few weeks yeah but that was what he brought up. You know, he's he's teaching his kids that they have a place on the homestead. They have their own spot that's already set for them to build their own house and raise their own family. Can he make them do that? Obviously not. And he's not saying that. Mm-hmm. But he wants them to to know that there's a there's a place for them to do that, mm-hmm. and a place for them to raise their families in a way that they see fit. Yes. And and hoping that it's in that type of lifestyle.
2: Yeah.
0: Right. A self-sufficient lifestyle where you're not dependent on the government and on others to take care of you, which nobody should be. Mm-hmm. And it was great that he brought that up because it's what we've always thought. hmm Like, our normal is not kicking our kids out of the house and sending them off to college to never be seen again. Yeah. We really hope that one day we can own a large piece of property where everybody can build a home and have their own space Mm -hmm. we don't we don't plan on being the parents that are (laughs) you know hovering no that's not the point
1: no and in their personal lives or anything no it's it's a
0: place where every family member can help each other Mm -hmm. in good times and bad times and again not that long ago and in some other countries still that's how families are yep there's not this there's not this mom dad and one and a half kids and a dog. Mhm. That's very abnormal really in a lot of the world. Yep. So if you go over to Europe, I mean grandma grand, grandpa don't get kicked out of, don't get kicked to the curb to some facility. Like they're brought into the house to be taken care of and like revered and to be around the rest of the family. Mhm. You know, and, and other family members live close by at the very least, and they all help each other. Mm-hmm. And that's why when you see and even in the United States, you see like an immigrant community, they're so mm-hmm. tight-knit because of that thinking.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And you know, that where I grew up, the entire neighborhood was Italian because they all stayed in the same neighborhood and then the kids grew up and you know would buy houses down the road from their parents mm-hmm. and then on you know meals would be everybody would come over cuz everybody lived next to each mm-hmm. other and that's why the immigrant immigrant communities were so strong and the idea of having any other family living with you is you know an absurd idea
1: it is it's very abnormal thought, and if you but if you think of it the other way, it's really what should be more natural. the The cycle of life, like you help raise your kids, you get them to where they are to be in life, and then as you begin to wither away, you know, back to you That's know, they used to always say ter- not to get morbid. Terrible way to say
0: that. Wither <laughs> away, but not wither away.
1: But I, not to sound morbid, but it used to say that like. By the end of your life, you regress back to like when you're, you're. I'm sorry, but when you're getting close to the very end of your beautiful life cycle, you're almost back to like baby, right? Like some of us aren't, you know, moving quite as much. You're losing your hair like a baby does, losing your teeth. <laughs> like, but if you think about that, so you started that cycle raising your children and taking care of them it should continue to connect in that circle where your kids then start to take care of you as you are un, you know incapable of doing it yourself right and that's just a part of life it's, it, it sounds terrible i'm sorry no but i it think is. it's
0: i think well that's the that's the thing too is I, so when when you take older family members out of a household mm-hmm. nobody ever sees that part of life mm-hmm. you're completely disconnected with that end of life yes, mm-hmm. process, and I think that's a problem too
1: it is. Mm-hmm. is
0: that no is that nobody ever comes to terms with that yep That that's just part of life like your grandmother
2: mm-hmm.
0: right Abuela daisy
2: <laughs>
0: she was the most peaceful person you'd ever see at the end mm-hmm. because she was she was happy with the life she had lived, but everybody around her saw that too mm-hmm. And that gives you a peace of mind for your life as well. Mm -hmm. And so what's normal? Is normal when somebody gets a certain age, they get pushed off to the side and then none of those extended family members are around? You know, it's... uh, Zach brought up a good point when we interviewed him Mm -hmm. is that that's actually his retirement plan.
1: Yeah, he did. (laughs) Is to
0: raise his kids in a way (laughs) that they can one day help take care of him mm-hmm. that's his retirement plan. yeah
1: and he's and, raising him where they think that it's normal it's a normal thought it's not an abnormal thought to do so no it's not
0: an abnormal mm-hmm. thought like hey at this, this age you're kicking me to the curb and you don't have <laughs> to worry about me well i worried about you for you know 40 years
2: yeah because yeah, it it's not lot. it's
0: not over 18 so i worried <laughs> no. about you for 40 plus years or whatever mm-hmm. now it's your time to worry about me mm-hmm. And that's not an abnormal thought in many other places of the world. Right. It just happens to be kind of here. Yeah. So, when it comes to family,
2: mm-hmm.
0: keep family tight, and family is the most important thing in the world.
1: Hmm. Yes, definitely. Um, and we're gonna actually have another. We had Peter Gray on talk about like talking, talking about family and like society, and he talked about the hunter gatherer societies and. We'll have another guest speaker on on that topic as well, but talking about like how those societies are it's the same thing. Like I think that they have always just they're tight knit. They all take care of each other. Um, community is key, you know. He, he even mentions how it was not abnormal for um, maybe somebody else in in that society to help raise somebody else's child because in their minds, they're all one, you know, they're just a community and they all take care of each other. And I can't say that that's the case these days. I feel like community, it can struggle in some places. I know that some people are doing really good things to get community together, but in other ways, the
0: majority of people, I would say, no. So we, when we interviewed sailing Zatara, right? Yeah they lived in Texas before they got on their sailboat. Mm-hmm. How I forget how long they lived there. They had no idea who their neighbors were.
2: Yeah.
0: Right. That, I don't think they lived on a bunch of acreage. It was in probably a really, really nice neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And they had they, they said they, they had no idea who their neighbors were. I yeah. think that's pretty normal. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty normal.
1: Yeah. And, and then they also, with the hunter gather Society, the reason why I brought it up is... Um, Another thing brought up is uh, socialization, Mm -hmm. which can also tie back to education, which is it has been normal forever for kids to be socialized in mixed age groups and kids in different ages and amongst adults and schools and not in schools. Right. Right. Exactly. And, but here it's, we get questioned, you know, how are but how are your kids going to be socialized if they're not in school? Why is that normal to be stuck in the same age group all day long throughout, you know, their, mm, let's say like 14 years of schooling or even more if they, like our kids used to be up through preschool and daycare, you know? Yeah, isn't that
0: crazy to think about? Like you have someone taking care of your kid (laughs) since daycare, since Mm -hmm. they were a baby. Um, But yeah, so... Anyone that homeschools knows when you take them to homeschooling groups, there's a mixed age group. Mm -hmm. Well, you're going to see the older kids playing with the younger kids and then lo and behold, they're teaching them things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Teaching them things that if they were stuck in another group of kids their age, they would never ever learn Mm -hmm. because nobody knows how to do that when you're five, six, whatever. But all of a sudden there's an 11 year old teaching them how to you know, play a certain game or do a you know a certain skill, mm-hmm. and now they're really learning from other kids. Which, let's be honest, sometimes they're going to learn a lot better from another kid yeah. than from you, yeah, because okay. they just their attention span
1: changes, their interest level changes because mm-hmm. it's not you. <laughs> yep, exactly. And then that child doing the teaching is learning something in the absolutely. The best the way to learn is to teach, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, so you've got the the education, the the family lifestyle, yeah, where we talked about how it, it's, and we were in the rat race, we're not knocking, so no, we I don't know ever. it's we're hard. we're never pointing fingers, no. we,
0: we feel like we can speak on the subject because we have done both.
1: Yeah, so that, so it's, what everybody thinks is normal is, you know, working the nine to five jobs, sitting at a desk for forty plus hours, uh, while your kids are gone all day as well, um, and then you come home, and um, many families still are maybe getting takeout or eating out that night because you have no time. Because you have no time, I right. get it. Yeah, and then they go into the screens because they're 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 brain dead from the <laughs> day, you know, and it's like all these hours of TV and screen time, and that. And then,
0: and then when they're doing
1: that, every
0: kid is on a different device, device mm-hmm. right? And spread out throughout the house. And it's like, we're not against television. Like we have movie no. nights and stuff, mm-hmm. but we sit down and do it together.
2: Mm-hmm. You
0: know, on a, our Saturday night movie night
1: mm-hmm.
0: is done together.
1: Yep. And we try to be intentional about the amount of time too.
0: Oh, like, for sure. Yeah. We have screens,
1: oh. but we're pretty intentional about how long they can watch it. <laughs> so. Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. No, that's a I mean, that's a big thing in mm-hmm. this house, but yeah uh you know family what's what do you want your normal to look like Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to look like that doesn't have to be you when did it why is that normal for you to come home exhausted and be too tired to even want to play with your kids or have a discussion with your kids and Mm -hmm. that the only thing that soothes you is turning a television on yeah and then you're too tired to cook at home you know we've talked about this before but cooking together is like I think such an important thing in a household it brings your family together it connects you to it connects you to so many things but for me it's it connects me to my extended family Mm -hmm. my grandparents my parents you know everybody who taught me how to cook Mm -hmm. and then I can bring those kids into the kitchen and create something with them which they will one day create with their own kids, Mm -hmm. there's something very special about that. And it's not just about making the food. um, It's the whole process. Mm -hmm. So when you take that out of the equation, I think that's becoming normal that nobody's making homemade meals anymore because they don't have enough time. And whose fault is that? Whose whose fault is it that you don't have enough time? It's yours. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's an easy solution. No, yeah. But... There's nobody else to blame except for you. If you want it, to, if you want to change it, if right. you don't have enough time, and say like you have to sit down and figure out where your time is being spent,
2: mm-hmm.
0: we made the ult- I mean, I would not say the ultimate sacrifice, but we didn't make a tweak. We you quit your job,
2: mm-hmm.
0: dropped an entire salary. Most people will never do that because they say they can't. Mm-hmm. We sat down. It wasn't an easy decision, but we sat down and looked at finances and said. Okay, well this is if we do this, this is what we're sacrificing. Mm-hmm. But then we look at the kids' faces mm-hmm. and we say, Well, it's not really a sacrifice.
1: Right, exactly. It's not a
0: sacrifice. Nope. It's just a it's a it's a decision made for our children's future.
1: And such a rewarding decision. A re, yeah,
0: and again, not pointing fingers. No. But this is this is how important it was to us and what it meant to us and you know, we didn't want that to be our normal because we were coming home late, barely being having time to cook, rushing through dinners, right into bedtimes because it was at the end of the day. It's, mm-hmm. it was terrible. Like I hated it. It was exactly what I when I was in high school and college, what I said would never happen to me. honestly, because really? I, yes, because I'm not that you know you know me.
2: I'm mm-hmm.
0: not that type of person. I'm, I have an adventurous spirit. <laughs> my life was not going to end up like that yeah. and at one point all of a sudden you realize it did and i didn't like hate my job or anything like that mm-hmm. it was just the the lifestyle Ugh. like work, felt like you were always running running always running running, running, around, running always running around and not spending that quality time with my family
2: mm-hmm.
0: and it just that's when it hit us and i was like this is not this is exactly what i said wouldn't happen and it happened mm-hmm. uh-uh. This this yeah. can't this can't be. So mm-hmm. we're gonna, we're going to figure out how to change it, and we did. Yeah, right. And not that everything's perfect. No, at all. No. <laughs> <Dude. laughs> but but that that decision changed a lot.
1: It sure did.
0: You know. So and another thing we we like to bring up too is what's normal when it comes to like your lifestyle,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? And like we can you can intermingle finances in there. Mm, so yeah. I, I thought this was kind of funny the other day. We found some old pictures. Um, I don't know what is that. At this point, it's 10, 12 years ago mm-hmm. um, from when we were living in like New Mexico. Yes. And I said, man, you look exactly the same as you do right now. Congratulations. <laughs> and I said, part of it is because you age very well, right? The other part is, I think you had a lot of the same clothing on.
1: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> right?
0: I think you had like, the same jacket and yes. a, the same winter hat. And... Uh, That's a big part of us. We don't make a ton of money. Mm -hmm. But we make certain decisions with certain things in our life that help with our finances.
1: Yes. We're not
0: changing wardrobes out every year.
1: No. We're not
0: wearing around clothes with holes in them. Except Paulette, will, your sister, will disagree with that because I like my old t-shirts. But, you know... The the we we don't just toss clothing because it it's been it's been two years and it's time for new out clothes. of fashion <laughs> out of fashion no we I we actually cycle through like I have a lot of clothes that get put in bins in Tupperware
1: mm-hmm. you know yeah. I, I put it up
0: in the attic and then you know when uh, you know I have to get rid of some of these clothes I'll go get. The, you go up to the attic and cycle through the just other bit of clothes that I like have. It's like
1: it's new again.
0: Just like it's new. I, and I figure I just have to wait long enough and it'll come back in fashion anyway. Um, And it almost always does. It does. It's weird, right? It's
1: so weird.
0: But, and, and it's not that, again, we're not wearing ratty clothing or right? anything. It's just, it was, it was more funny than anything, but.
1: It's because, it's the mentality of mentality. living big, living new. That's. Yes. And that comes
0: down to clothing. People spend so much on clothing. We just talked about eating out. -hmm. I think that's the majority of people's money is going to eating out. Yes, I can make a, I can make a wonderful meal. I'd say for a family of five, Mm -hmm. healthy meal. Yes, for mm, twelve bucks. Yeah, fifteen dollars for everybody. Yeah, and that's a really good meal.
1: Exactly. Before you move on to the next point, Mm. I we were doing this um, pioneer class with the local Metro parks and the guys on it's virtual right now, of course. And he's there, you know, talking about how the pioneers used to live. And, you know, this one family here on this homestead had like eight or nine kids. And could you imagine, um, she cooked all the meals every day for her family. And it was like, our kids looked at me like, Okay, like waiting for the point, And I'm like, oh, right, because kids, you know, not everybody cooks all their meals
0: every day. And we do. Yes. I, we don't, I don't, I don't even know when we've got takeout take last.
1: It's been a while. It's yeah, been a while.
0: I can't remember the last time. And yeah, so that's, that's a great point. Mm-hmm. That's what's become normal is that people don't cook meals to the point where somebody telling about the pioneers
2: mm-hmm.
0: brings up that. Can you imagine cooking <laughs> Three meals a day. Wow. <laughs> I was
1: like laughing because the kids are like, "What's the point here?" Like, <laughs>
0: right. isn't that funny?
1: But to them, it's normal to have all their meals cooked of course. every day. But that's
0: the point. That's mm-hmm. why. Is it easy to do that every day? No. No. But when they are grown ups, I want that to be the normal. Mm-hmm. I want takeout to be that like special night.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. That mm-hmm. that cool Saturday night where like, you know what? Let's get some takeout. Not like what are we what are we getting for dinner tonight? Yeah. Which is normal for a lot of people. Again, not pointing fingers, but if it is you, try starting to cook a meal here and there, and yes. see what it can do for your family. Like exactly. it's a big deal. Bring your kids into the kitchen, and they can see that they can create something that's healthy and delicious. And you know.
1: and yeah, it's not easy, but just start the habit. Just create a new routine, and you'll totally see the benefits. Yeah, it's
0: a routine. Even if if so, if you eat out every day, try like a Saturday. Saturday mm-hmm. is you're going to cook meal a meal together, and you're going to sit down and eat together. Mm-hmm. You know, this Every weekend now is sourdough bread. We get, so we bake a sourdough <laughs> yes. bread every weekend now that we started doing that. Um, and it's been fun.
1: It has been. It doesn't
0: take that much time either. Mm-hmm. And we have this amazing loaf of bread to eat with our meal on Saturday or Sunday. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's awesome. But that's our normal. Yes. When it comes to food mm-hmm. and lifestyle, that's our normal cars i was about to say that yeah doesn't we have to be we do the brand not upgrade car. a car every couple mm-hmm. years that's no. crazy yes that's crazy
1: yep i'm sorry dad if you're listening <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah but he, even him is used cars. it's not
1: yeah it's not brand new no but we like to think we feel i feel like one of the biggest money savers for us has been to pay off our car oh, and to sure. hold on to that thing as long as we can
0: yeah till the wheels fall off and i don't mean i don't mean not safe
1: right no but it
0: wouldn't be like that. guess what I don't care that it doesn't smell new,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or that there's some dirt smudges in the back seat because the kids got the back seat dirty, mm-hmm. or that it's not the, the the latest and greatest. We have never ever cared about that. No, we haven't. I prefer an older vehicle because the we've got <laughs> we've had one new vehicle in our life, and we picked it up just a few years ago. <laughs> On the way home in Florida, it was like, it was like a plague of what was it? Um, love Bugs.
1: Oh my gosh, Which yes. Which is Love bug That's season right. in
0: Florida, if nobody knows this. It was like out of, it was, it was like, was that out of the Bible? Uh, the, uh.
1: Like the plague? Or, um, no, I know what you're talking about, yes.
0: Okay, I'm going blank. I, I can't
1: remember either. Anyway,
0: so we're driving home and there's like, I, I'm just going to say millions of love bugs in the air smashing against the paint. And if you don't know, these things are like corrosive to paint. The car was covered in smashed love bugs by the time we got home.
1: And we we had, you know, driven an hour away to go get it. So we were like on the highway and everything. Yeah. And
0: that was, and we got home. I was like, this is why I don't like new things because yeah. you worry so much about them that the old truck over there could care less. Yep. Could care less. <laughs> it's paid off. and don't have a care in the world. Yeah. But this new car, it really bugs me now that the I have to, you know, and they don't come off. They don't like just wash off. <laughs> Have to like sandblast these things off that. your vehicle, <laughs> and uh, yeah. So we we have that we have our cars paid off, mm-hmm. and we don't care that they get old and that they're out of fashion, mm-hmm. or that you know our you know coworkers or friends are driving around in newer vehicles. These things don't bother us. No. To, to us, I look at them and I'm like. Man, you guys have two car payments, huh? Yeah, B- bummer, man. Yeah, you know? I, I
1: look at them and I feel bad. <laughs> yeah,
0: and it's a choice that we've made mm-hmm. and something that we're very adamant about is that we don't want to. At some point, it always comes up. Like, can you can you buy a, ca- a car for cash? Yeah, at certain points with five people of five, you have to kind of get a bigger vehicle. And some t- so, I'm not saying we always buy cars for cash, but if we do take out a, a loan. Mm-hmm. It's something pretty reasonable, yeah, and something we can pay off fairly quickly, right? We we try really right. hard and then to we, get it's done. It's paid off fairly quickly, and then we're done, and we sit mm-hmm. on it. and Our goal is to hold on to that thing as long as possible mm-hmm. and take care of it.
1: Yeah.
0: So, and that's and that to us that's normal. Yep. Old, you know, clothing clothing that's not of the season. Mm-hmm. Vehicles that are, you know, what's my truck a two thousand nine.
1: You always ask me that.
0: 2008, somewhere I, around I there.
1: I think it's a, yeah, a nine. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. We got a we just got a van for uh, camping and traveling around. That's a 99.
1: <laughs> yes. You know,
0: we it, it's safe, but we just, we don't care. Mm-hmm. We don't care if somebody, what other people think about that. And yeah.
1: uh, it's served us well. It has, yeah. Right. Still going to do what it needs to do. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And same with the house. Like I said, big and new. I think we're we've gotten to this mindset that it has to be a nice big house. Like the first thing you do is that most people go and purchase a home outside of their means. Yep, and um, then every
0: time they buy a new house, it's to upgrade.
1: Yeah, and all they're looking is like, "Oh, well, this is the monthly payment." Uh, that's all they care about whether it is like and then that leads into the debt living right like you have now debt on your mortgage your cars but colleges with education education
0: but the world wants you to think that's normal
1: exactly yes
0: it's normal to Mm -hmm. have a massive house loan and to upgrade every single time you buy a home it's Mm -hmm. normal to have massive amounts of student loans Mm -hmm. you know and then what do you have to do to keep up with all this stuff Everybody, work at, at both and both people work. have to work tons of hours <laughs> mm-hmm. and be away from your kids to keep up with this BS lifestyle, Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and that's something in our lives too, that we're very, you know, intentional about. Yes, exactly. That we try, try not to ever let that happen. To us, that's not normal. Mm-hmm. Debt-free living, other than the mortgage, right. is a huge part of our life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because we we have a you know my I'm a blue collar job military blue collar mm-hmm. job and um, you can do well but yes. it all it all you know it comes down how much do you save and when I say save I mean invest or whatever it's how much you save it's not how much you make because if you make you know half a million dollars a year and spend five hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. You're not any better off than the guy who makes fifty thousand dollars, but spends thirty. Exactly. Right, that guy's better off than you. Yep. And that's a big. That's just something that we try to teach our kids as well. So mm-hmm. it comes. That comes down to you know what's normal for your dreams, too, mm-hmm. which is what we wanted to talk about. Our our dreams for our our life and our kids. You know, I know it's not normal. So my dream is not to upgrade my house every time I move. Mm -hmm. It's not. We've actually come to this house and it's a great house. Mm -hmm. We're under, we come in under our budget for sure. Mm -hmm. But we're already like, you know what? How much further can we come under our budget next house? Because the house we had before this, we were way under our budget. It was a different time.
1: It was, yeah. And
0: that that wasn't that long ago. It was five years ago. Mm -hmm. But the market where we were was just coming out of 2008. Right. <laughs> really, it was really just starting to come out of that. So we mm-hmm. found a house for very cheap. It was a small, simple house, but yep. the price we got it for, i don't, you can't find it anymore.
1: No, and we loved that
0: financial situation. Oh, it was awesome. It was. I'll tell you what, mm-hmm. that trumped the feeling of living in a giant house. It did. By far. Yep. The fact that we were so far under our budget in a house that was safe and nice mm-hmm. and had property... I'll take that any day over living in a giant fancy house where you're like, you know, squeezing pennies trying yeah. to make your mortgage. Exactly. I'm or, or get... if you missed a paycheck, you'd be, you'd be done. Yeah, yeah. that's not a place you want to be.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, you get more to that, uh, that word of freedom if you can get under your budget, and it's just more freeing. Right. You know, I don't know if we'll ever, you know. During this career, because we have to move so much, I don't, hard. If, I don't know if we're ever be able to ha- be mortgage free while we're moving around with the military. But goodness, when, if you could, that's like that's the ticket oh, that, that
0: we would have stayed in that house in Florida, <laughs> yeah, and, and paid it had off, it paid off in a, you yes. know in a, not that long a few yeah.
1: years, really, mm-hmm. because of the we price. could have. And I'm to, that's the point though. Like if you if you think about that that kind of lifestyle. Why not, you know?
0: Absolutely. Do you want to live in a giant fancy house or do you want to do you want to have the money to go live the lifestyle mm-hmm. you want to live and take your kids to places you want to take them and travel or be able to stay home and homeschool your kids yes. because you don't have to worry about that second income.
1: Right, it just opens up so many doors. It does. When you live below when you your means, you don't have yeah,
0: you live below your means, mm-hmm. you don't have car payments, mm-hmm. you don't go uh shopping for clothes every other month mm-hmm. and spend you know 500 bucks a pop or you don't go out to eat and spend I don't know $1500 a month on eating out or $2000 a month on eating out it changes everything it does but it's all mindset too mm-hmm. you know yep. you have to change that mindset it is and so our normal lifestyle for us what what's normal and we try to you know show our kids is that it's not about the big fancy house or the fancy cars when it comes to education we don't we're not sitting here telling them, oh, you're going to college. No. No. Mm-hmm. If they tell us they don't want to go to college, I'm going to say, okay, what is your, what's your plan? Right. I'm not, it's not that I don't care. I don't believe that college is the path for everybody right. or the way to a successful career in life. Exactly. Or happiness. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? If they say they want to go to college... Normal is not going down to the bank and taking out a massive loan and say, well, this is normal, it's okay, it's for an education. Mm-hmm. No, there's a million ways to figure this out mm-hmm. and do it debt free or for very little money. And we've learned that from uh,
1: Jennifer Cook DeRosa.
0: Yes. <laughs> with uh, the
1: homeschooling for college, cre-
0: college credit. Credit, yeah, yeah. That we interviewed. And she just opened up a, a whole new side of things for us, too. Yes, yeah, she did. So you can listen to that episode. Mm-hmm. But she has, we read her book and interviewed here there's a whole path to debt free college. Mm-hmm. You don't have to you don't have to take out massive loans. Yep. That'll will, that will put you in a hole for the next 15 20 years.
1: Yeah, and that that will imprison you.
0: Imprison <laughs> oh you my gosh. This is exactly right. Is that what you want your normal to be mm-hmm. for you or your kids? Not in our house, right? No. So that's not our normal. No. And once you come to terms with what your normal is and you stop, you just don't care what anybody else thinks, mm-hmm. it's funny how you look at what their normal is and it seems ridiculous. Yep, Like, wow, your, your normal is to work all these hours, mom and dad's working, you know, crazy hours. You never see your kids. You drop them off. You see them at night on the weekends. You're rushing around going to activities and you don't ever really get any family time. Uh, it's normal for your kid to go to college and have absolutely no idea what they want to do in their life, take out $60,000 in loans and be in in debt for the next 30 years, working a job that may or may not have anything to do with the degree they just went and got because they had no idea the path they wanted to take in life Mm -hmm. because you didn't give them any time.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, Speaking of, I think a gap year is, I wish I had done that. Yeah. You know, or more. Figure it out.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
0: So... We talk about this a lot. But when we wanted to do this episode, we really sat down and went through what our normal is. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And you have to disconnect yourself from society. Yeah, society, they have have a reason for wanting things to be normal. Mm -hmm. And we won't get into that (laughs) on this episode. But society (laughs) has a reason for those things being normal. Mm -hmm. You being in debt is a good thing for society, for the government. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a, it, it's a needed, it's the only way this whole crazy system works is people being in debt
1: or relying on them for food or know? relying on them
0: for many things, mm-hmm. right? That's the only way they, they keep moving along mm-hmm. and in power is mm-hmm. that you are indebted to them. So that's, they, they need you to think that that's normal. Mm hmm all these loans for these school loans, they need you to think that that's normal. Because yep. the system comes crashing down
2: mm-hmm.
0: if that's not normal to the majority of people. Yep. The whole housing system comes crashing down if normal to you is not taking out massive loans and living above your means.
1: And moving every couple of years to upgrade. And Exactly, <laughs> right?
0: So these things that seem to be normal to you including education because that whole system comes crashing down mm-hmm. as we've seen with COVID mm-hmm. if everybody doesn't think that's normal
2: mm-hmm. or
0: working two jobs we have to work two jobs to afford this lifestyle mm-hmm. that lifestyle they want you to think that's normal mm-hmm. because that's how the system keeps moving mm-hmm. along yep sit down and think about that for a minute
2: mm-hmm.
0: why you think those things are normal in your life yeah and then detach yourself from that and create your own mm-hmm. normal
1: mm-hmm. I love it. Yep. All right. I think that's great. Yeah, we'll end it there. I could have kept going, but I think that's a good place to end it.
0: It is. The kids are starting to move around (laughs) upstairs. I'm ready for a second cup of joe. (laughs) Me too. And we're going for a hike this morning.
1: That's right. Beautiful day. Yes. All right. Well, thank you for joining us today, and we hope you guys have a wonderful, beautiful week.
0: Yes. Get outside.
1: Bye. Bye.